DJ. Yes. Do you like Darren Ravel? I love that he exists. Yeah, that's a pretty good way to put it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's what Darren Ravel is. He's the so he's the um, sports business reporter for ESPN, but he's also the most hated person on Twitter, without a doubt. Or one of them. He's got to be number one. I know that a lot of people tweet things like, oh, thanks a lot, Obama, but I think that pound for pound, there's more direct hate is sent right Darren Ravel's way. So we're going to interview him today because we'd love to get to the bottom of that. Yeah, I think... You know, the interview is pretty much going to be primarily about Twitter and, yes. you know, the, the stuff that he gets on Twitter. I, so when I set up the thing with him, I didn't say anything about we want to talk about sports business. I said, we want to talk about the flack that you get on Twitter, whether or not it's deserved. I dropped your name. He brought to my attention. I did not know this. He said, well, as you know, I've blocked Pete Blackburn yeah, was, on Twitter. He was like, obviously, I've blocked Pete Blackburn. And like, I, and you're this bad like, guy. Obviously, I've blocked this guy. Who wouldn't block this guy? He's the worst. And he's not wrong. So, so I, I asked you what you did, and it uh, you you made the 40-year-old virgin uh, movie poster with Darren Rovell's face on it. Yes. So right. I guess but we should get into a little backstory on why everybody hates Darren Rovell, which... I'm sure if you're listening, you know the deal with Darren Ravel because Darren Ravel is a must-follow on Twitter because he tweets things. A lot of times they're just really geeky, or a lot of times it's not good timing. Uh, tone deaf is often said to describe him. Uh, the best example probably is that as soon as Paul George got injured a couple years ago, he comes right out with saying how much money uh, his team saves on the salary cap by him being injured. And so people just like to respond and give him shit. I think that it's become more of a game than anything where it's not just that he tweets something and people say, oh, I don't like that he tweeted that. I'm going to call him an asshole or I'm going to tell him to delete his account. I think it's people are fucking waiting at their computers for Darren Ovell to send a tweet. And no matter what it is, they respond, delete your account because he's kind of the chosen one that everybody hates. Yeah, that's kind of the way Twitter is. It's the mob mentality. You pick out a guy that you want to hate on, yeah. and everybody jumps on it and becomes a popular thing to do. But at the same time, he's such a weenie. So that's the thing. <laughs> he comes off as a tremendous weenie. He comes off as very vain. Um, There's stories of, you know, he was on a at, at a Playboy Mansion party or something, and uh, a guy was on his phone, and he asked the guy to take his picture, and the guy was like, sorry, I'm on my phone. He was like, well, not even if the picture is for my however many thousand Twitter followers. So he comes off as very vain. I think he, he's glad to have as many followers as he does. Um, my goal, we've discussed this. You disagree with me. I would love to come out of this interview friends with Rovell because I don't know anybody online who's like boys with Rovell. And for me, I feel like it would be like being in Bieber's entourage where I'd be the guy that's cool with Darren Rovell. That's, that, that's me being very vain. not comparable things. That's me. But Why? Darren Rovell and Bieber? How are they different at all? <laughs> because, like, Bieber gets you cred and stuff. Like, nobody's going to... I don't know if Bieber would get me cred. Like, you could roll up to a club with Justin Bieber, and you'd be hot shit. Okay. If you roll up to anything with Darren Rovell, <laughs> you're, not, you're not getting VIP or anything. <laughs> I, I Maybe we should ask him that. Um... Here's a, we're going to plant a little seed, or a little trick to, I don't want to say it's gotcha journalism, because though we're both journalis journalists, this uh, podcast is certainly not journalism. Uh, he has 755,000 Twitter, uh, 755, Twitter followers. 
we're going to do a little test to see how vain he is, and we're just going to mention offhand that he has 720,000 Twitter followers to see if he corrects us. Yeah, it's probably going to get less every time. And just the yeah, show. and see, see if he if, see if he notices. First time it's absolutely hundred percent seven hundred twenty. Next time it's over six hundred thousand. Next time it's over half a billion. Uh, before long, he's sitting at about thirteen thou. Yeah, he's gonna have less than either of us. My my guess is that he would correct us right off the bat. Oh yeah, I'd also like to try to find out his Twitter password. <laughs> Good uh, luck. That's that's one of my hacking Darren Ravel would be like. He would be devastated. Yes. Well, why do you think he agreed to, to come on? I guarantee you checked our Twitter followers. <laughs> you and well, saw that like there's a reach? Yeah. That's, um, that's fair, because I think that a lot of what he does is, uh, is engagement-oriented. Uh, the phrasing of his tweets, uh, he, he presents things in a way that he's going to get some sort of response. It's always bad. He never, he is not Kesha. When he tweets, he does not get queen, 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 mom, I love you so much, like, follow me. No one's ever asked him to follow him, I don't think. <laughs> He's, yeah, he, there's no question that he absolutely, definitely checked our Twitters immediately, because that's how he, he probably saw that he blocked me. Yeah. I doubt that he remembered offhand that he blocked me. Well, I, I've given him shit on Twitter before. I mean, he doesn't retweet people, which is a, a big faux pas. If somebody tweets something cool, a cool picture, he'll Just then retweet. post the picture himself. And then say, like, hat tip to this person, which no one's going to click on that person's thing. Yeah. What I do in that sense is I retweet it. I'll explain that to him that it, that's in, I mean, even as a, a sports writer, you encounter that where if somebody just rewrites your tweet rather than retweeting it. You're like, Come you on. know what? We both know that you just pulled some shit there. So um, you said that you want to come out of this as like buddy buddy with him i'm just trying you have no goals i'm just trying to make sure that he doesn't drop us within like the first 10 minutes and just hang up yes because this is the first time that i think i've ever interviewed somebody that i just like really i mean i don't hate the guy but like i don't like him (laughs) i'm i'm intrigued i'm interested i'm i'm very interested in his story and what he has to say um because like I don't, I don't you, you don't read what his work or anything. No. I don't think any of his Twitter followers. I mean, do. I don't even get to read his tweets anymore because he blocks <laughs> That's me. That's true. I I think that I mean, but he's made it. He's the definition of brand, right? Like making yeah. yourself into a brand. ESPN hired this guy. Uh, they hired him twice. He was at CNBC before. He's obviously good. He used to be on Comcast Sportsnet a lot um, during uh, on Sports Sunday when they would do the conference call segments. He was always on that. And if anything was going on, like money-wise something was going on with fifa or something he's the guy that you have on yeah he he's the only one of those guys who i know so i don't know how good he is or how bad he is yeah it's like it's hard to compare him to like anybody else in the in like that area of his profession because yeah i don't know anybody I don't, i'm not trying to disparage the work he does My, maybe he does really good work i'm kind of pleading ignorance yeah but i think that with him and with us the conversation has to be the um the shit that he gets on, yeah. on Twitter, and he, I mean, he doesn't just get the most common one is delete your account, log off. There'll be someone send him instructions how to delete his Twitter account, but I mean, he gets really bad, nasty stuff. Like the the, the forty year old virgin thing that y- you sent is kind of low hanging fruit. Yeah. Typical. I'm sure he gets that all the time, but he blocked you over that. Yeah. So, I mean, we're gonna find out a lot about Darren Rovell. We are, and I'm excited. Yes. Um. 
I mean, I do give him credit for saying yes, because he definitely didn't have to. Yes. And the show is certainly not big enough to... It's kind of getting there, though. I mean, it's... so far we, we've had Dick Lair, we've had Chris Dimentopoulos, we've had Darren Rovell. Of course he's going to come on. <laughs> Including Darren Rovell, we've had three huge guests so Including far. Including the guy we haven't interviewed. Yes. Those are the people that we've interviewed. So I think that Darren Rovell saw those three names, one of which was his own, and was like, how do I not... How do I not jump on this? Plus, I think, I mean, it's it's a good opportunity for him to kind of... If, yeah, if there's some side of the story that hasn't been told, if he's being painted in a negative light, which, I mean, just being honest, we're both kind of... We have our doubts about that. But if he's being painted in this negative light, then let's hear it. Yeah. I do think that, again, the flack that he gets isn't... I'd say 80% of the time it's probably not deserved, but their reputation calls... Every time he tweets something, he gets a negative response no matter what, even if it's something that's harmless. So, Yeah, I think like if, if a lot of other people tweeted the same things that he did, yeah, uh, you would definitely see a I do tweet some of the same. I mean, I'm a fucking cornball on there too, but I don't go thing, out of my way. Yeah, and the thing is that you, know, you have shown that you have like a goofy personality yes. and like you do these things like ironically yeah. and jokingly. There's not really that sense to him. It seems like he takes himself very seriously. Hmm. And so that when he tweets things like uh, the Dallas Cowboys yeah. are quickly becoming the Dallas Owlboys, yeah. hashtag injuries. He, do, he doesn't follow a rule that I subscribe to, which is if you come up with a joke really, really quickly, if, if you see something happen and it happens really, really quickly, or and you, you think of something really, really quickly that Someone you think is, is funny, Take another 10 seconds and refine it and have something really good. That doesn't always work with me. It usually does. It doesn't always work with me, though. With him, he doesn't take the 10 seconds. He doesn't even get to the thing really, really quickly. Like th That tweet is gone ten, like five seconds earlier, and th there's no refinement in the joke, which I think, though, he likes, because then you get the, oh, come on, dude, sign off, log off, delete your Twitter. So... Yeah, this will be fun. I'm interested to see uh, how he takes to us. I'm going to be the good cop, of course. He'll be the obviously. The it's the the dynamic that we were going to work with 100 percent of the time. Yes, yes. So let's get to it. Here is our interview with Darren Rovell. Darren Rovell. Everybody gives you shit on the internet, but nobody ever asks you how you're feeling. Darren Rovell, how do you feel about Twitter and your existence? Um, I I love Twitter. I love what goes on there. Um. The ugly side has gotten uglier, um, not to a point where I'm considering leaving. I think the ugly side has gotten uglier for everyone. It's not just about me. I'm not sure why that is. I feel like um, among the social media, Twitter is the ugliest. Um, I think part of it is on Twitter. I think they do almost nothing about it. Um but ultimately, I still enjoy Twitter. I think it's the best medium for sports fans to interact. I think it is the ultimate sports bar, and I enjoy being on it. But you have become the kind of, and I agree that it's gotten uglier for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's it's just kind of instant bullying, I, I suppose. But for you, you have this enormous target on you now, and it's like your Twitter as your Twitter followers grow. And you're, you're at, I think, 720,000. As your Twitter followers grow, it seems that m there's just more and more automatic negative responses to right. things that you say. Why you? 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I've always wondered why me. Um, you know, like you're 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 being made into a character that you're not. Because I I would like to think that almost everyone who's met me, you know, kind of knows me as a pretty good guy, not as an evil person who should who should die and drink poison. Um, but uh, but you know, uh, I I can't answer the why. Why me? Um, I know Awful Announcing said that one of the reasons why I deserve all this is because I put out the hundred rules to Twitter. I mean, I wasn't trying to be the end-all, be-all, the the know-it-all, the Twitter policeman when I came out with that. It was just I hit a hundred thousand followers, and I it was it was 2011. I think it was relatively early. Um, I'm kind of proud of being on Twitter early. And by the way, one of those reasons was not to disseminate my information. The, the reason why I was on Twitter relatively early in the journalism business is because as someone who covers the business of sports and always having to get the reaction to this, the second part of the story, I had to figure out how I could get information faster. Um, started with you know, sportspages.com in 2000, and then blog lines, and Twitter just became a quick way for me to get information. But, you know, I'm not sure why it, it is about me. Um, it recently has become because of my sense of humor, uh, which is interesting because anyone who's been with me from elementary school to high school knows that I have a sophomoric sense of humor, know that, knows that I tell bad jokes, and so if we're asking for authenticity on Twitter, I'm not going to change that. That's always been part of me. I, I'm actually, I am the person that I am on Twitter. I don't put on any sort of facade and I tell bad jokes. That's what I do. If you think I should die because of it, you know, it's a little extreme. So you mentioned having a sophomore sense of humor and, and having mm -hmm. that be a big part of your account. Uh, there's I don't been, know if it's a big part of my account. I well, think it's yeah, it's part of it. But you mentioned that it's something that you have, right? Um, so, I mean, why do you get, uh, you know, why do you take jokes at you kind of in a, you know, like I wouldn't say a sensitive light, I guess, because you're pretty light on the block button. I would know personally. <laughs> yeah, I, now let me tell you about the block button because that 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 that's that's interesting. Um, the block button is not for you. It's actually for me. If I if I feel like I'm tempted to respond in a negative way, I just block. Um, it's 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 easy to block and I think for for the most part people who you block don't really want to see your stuff you know i mean instead of deleting my account it's much easier to say okay you, you why don't you just unfollow and if you say delete your account 500 times then maybe i'll i'll block you um but the blocking is is less about and i and actually i think this is a misconception on twitter uh, there was a recent conversation about bamani jones and how he's just such an easy blocker and you know it's not about you it's about the person who's blocking. They don't want to say something stupid. And, uh, that's my, at least my take. And, and that's why I block. It's not, it's not that um, I don't think you deserve to you know, get my stuff for free on Twitter. I, I don't know what people think, but, but well, it, is more about, it is more about me than you when I block you. Well, then in that case, why not mute? Why not what? Mute. 
the mute button. I'm a muter. Yeah, I don't block. Um, bec- because the people who the the the, the people who who normally ninety percent of the time the people who uh, you know deserve to I, it, it, to me I guess it's just block seems to be easier for me. Um, how many? How many? I mean, I I could block potentially a hundred people in a day. I was gonna say because uh, you, you, do you have like a rough estimate for how many people you have blocked in total? Uh, I would say more than ten thousand. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I but but here here's the other thing. Um, I had a guy, uh, Dan Cavello. Uh, and I'm just using his name just to kind of show you that that all this stuff is real. Most of the time, if you get to me, either through getting to my email or getting to having a friend who's not blocked saying, hey, can you unblock me? Um, you know, I, I, I don't know why you did. Most of the time, everyone who's blocked knows why they're blocked, but sometimes I don't know why you did. Maybe sometimes I was, you know, in that moment of passion, I have no idea. But 199% of the time, if you say, hey, didn't mean it, really want to get your feed, I unblock you. This Dan Cavello guy did that this week. He said, I don't know why, I do know why you blocked me. Uh, I don't know why I said what I said. Doesn't matter. I want, you know, I want your feed. And I unblocked him. And so Pete, it's it's a temporary thing. And Pete, why were you blocked? Yeah, uh, why were you blocked? I, 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 don't, I don't remember. I sent you a Photoshop. Okay. Um, of your face. Okay. And on it, was, a... it was on the poster for the forty-year-old virgin. Oh, okay. The movie. Okay. Which I mean, it was done in a joking manner. I know you're obviously. It, but it not also a see it also depends. Uh, it also depends. Here's here's the thing. That in itself doesn't seem like okay. Why would you block? That's not like am I really that sensitive? This and that. It likely happened at a time where you're getting a million things coming at you, right? So, so none of this stuff is in a vacuum. Um, I, I I would say that I'm a lot. I I know when people are going to go after me, um, like that Dallas Cowboys joke. Okay, that's something where you did that on purpose. My, I'm no I, no no. That's yes, you my, did. You, you, that's you, my you. sense. Of, that's my sense of humor. Did I know that people would hate it? Yes. Yes. So, and I don't care. So you know, I, like, like, why would I, again, if I have to think about, in my job, in my job, I, you know, I can't think, of, I don't think about, you know, as a business reporter, business reporting, I think, is, is difficult in that if you say something positive about a company, people think you're getting paid. And if you say something negative about a company, they forget. So I uh, daily, I, I, have, I can't get that in my head. I have to just do my job. And people say, oh, you just do that to troll. No, I do that because it's me. It's a joke. If I were to, again, if I were in a bar, I would have told that joke. And I'm not going to stop people. The fact that people hate it, I'm not going to stop me from being me that i just can't do that here's the thing so so you would have told that joke that's fine here's where i think you probably being i mean you're you're a numbers oriented guy you know the business of sports and all that stuff i think i suspect that when you do tweet things you do try to think what's going to get a response good or bad have you tweeted more like dallas Cowboys? am i right people may have rolled their eyes or something (laughs) but 
But the the phrasing for me comes off as so you let me see what it was. Um, it was the Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys have quickly turned into the Dallas Cowboys. Hashtag injuries. Right. So I think that I mean, talking to you now, you're, you're being a normal guy. I do you intentionally kind of play up geekiness so people will respond? No, I'm a geek. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm an I'm a you know I'm a I'm a nerd. I'm a geek. I mean, I'm the business guy. I mean, it just you know. I, I, I think, um, you know, it, it's 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 been interesting to see, like, what when when you turn into I think there are people who are generally, you know, bad people and the world turns on them. And but it's always interesting when there are people who are good people. I think I'm a good person. And like there's such negativity around it. Um, uh, but again i'm i'm not i'm I, I people think i put things out to troll but you got to realize okay half the people who hate on me hate on me because i'm it, it's about timing right and 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 this was i didn't really understand this until buzzfeed did a story on me and i read the story and i actually thought it was accurate that people love sports and you know sports is an escape and I'm going to throw the business nugget in there at the exact time where people are in the midst of escaping. I, I, right? So, you know, like someone just drains a great putt and I'm going to throw the money in it right there, you know? And, and I think that's, you know, that's one of the things why, um, you know, there's disdain and that's just me doing my job. I can't tell you how many people daily, um, hate me for doing my job you, you you wouldn't do that though if there wasn't so i mean it everyone does their job in some sense hopefully if they like what they do because it's it's rewarding at this point you must have some sort of drive given all the shit that you get that you're like you as you send that you know what's coming and you're like take me as i am world i'm darren rovell well, you know, I, I, I think that like in, in that in that case, right, like, yes, I am going to put the business into your head. And 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 if you you know, again, you you could not follow me if you want. I think people like the business. I think, you know, it's been amazing over the past 15 years to look at the business of sports and see how it grows and how dizzy I am every day to select kind of what stories I have to go after. I think people, you know, I think you guys know, um, given where you are, that if you don't know your owner's capacity to spend and, you know, like even the passion of sports in, say, Boston, mm -hmm. if you don't know some of the simple, you know, salary cap and some of the things, you can't you can't win at the water cooler. You can't, um, you know, have a good conversation in the off season with your friends. So I think it's it's more there. But, yes, I'm going to continue to do my job. And part of my job is. Um, you know, to, to put out the business side. Now, there there is, there has always been a sensitivity to when the business goes on. And sometimes it's difficult for me in terms of, like, if there's a death, if there's, you know, sometimes there are sensitive areas where the business does have to wait. But the funny thing is that even if it's three days later, people will still jump on you for the business of something that maybe the original event wasn't that positive. And I do remember one of uh, one of the, not most recent, but one of the biggest uh, like sensitive ones was 
when Paul George broke his leg. Yes. And you came out and said something about like how much money he might insurance. Lose yeah. Okay. Well, it was an insurance story. So, right. So, so that's actually a great example. Okay. So, so I do have competitors. I'm not alone. And, you know, so on that, ty- uh, uh, you know, I was given a tip on what the insurance situation was. And so the question is, how long do you wait? Um, these are things that are being discussed by the USA basketball, by the Pacers front office. And, you know, as, as a journalist, it's, it's just hard to say, okay, be- because it's sensitive, I'm 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 going to lose that story. I mean, I would say that I don't have as much competition as an NFL reporter does, but I behave like I do and I think that's one of the you know pieces of what what makes me me that I always I wake up every morning and if there's a business story, I want to be the first. So, you mean you mentioned that someone gave you a tip on that uh, on that Paul George story. Right. So, I mean, I'm a sports writer. I don't I don't quote unquote break something unless mm-hmm. I've got it confirmed from somebody else. I mean, you want to have two sources. For you, how much does the editorial process change because you get a lot of stuff on Twitter and most of the people who are on Twitter <clears throat> or maybe not most, I don't know what percentage of your followers are there to to trash on you or whatever. But so many people that are on Twitter who follow you are there to fuck with you. I, right. I, so I, I, okay. So 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 a source would be a source would be like someone within the Indiana Pacers. It wouldn't be like some dude. But I, I would say that what has changed because I am aware that people want to mess with me. What has changed in the past couple years is that I I take fewer submissions, believe it or not, or if. Uh, like if someone sends me something, I'll look in their feed to see, are they in that city? Are they really at that game? Um, uh, could something be photo? If something looks like it might be photoshopped, I'll direct message them and say, you know, can you know, I, I need you to take another picture somewhere. So I would say in the last two years, my behavior has kind of gotten more skeptical to what people submit to me. Um, they, I guess they're, they're as far as, and that's just for Twitter, um, as far as like something leading to a story, this, uh, it, it, it's usually never going to be part of content in a story. And if it were, it would take many, many phone calls and the usual journalistic vetting. But I would say that, Yes, I, I, I take fewer things even to Twitter because there are people that want to mess with me, and I'm obviously aware of that. I mean, you, you have been burned. In 2011, a, a high schooler tricked you into thinking, what, that he, he ran like an escort service and that it would the lockout screen right. or something? So, so, right, so, so, so the story goes there. I, you know, I, I did think at the time, and still do, by the way, that, that Twitter is a good crowdsourcing method right i mean so 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 let's let's talk about this so uh you know i i obviously got some negativity about the that that this guy who i just emailed with listen i i messed up there should have should have said what's your phone number call the guy this was about speed for me went back and forth asked a couple questions was was confident thought that um 
thought that he answered it in a way that looked like he knew what he was talking about. Okay. Hmm. Now, let me let me ask you. I'm not defending myself. As I said, that was a mistake. It was a good learning experience. But let sure. me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. When someone comes on WEEI or someone comes on the local Boston news station and it's a man on the street interview. Those are the worst. And but I'm just but I'm just saying a man on the street interview or a call in. Yep. How do you know what they're telling you is the truth? I n- and that is on the and that is on the air. Now, I always I I never think. I mean, a guy called in last week and he was saying, "Oh, I used to manage a a, a semi pro baseball team or whatever." And we were like, "We don't fucking care. You're a, you're right. a Jamoke who used to manage a right. semi pro baseball team." So we I guess right. we just don't take them seriously. Right. Right. Okay. But 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 what I'm saying is every day in in at least local news, there are people who say they were at somewhere or say they knew someone. And those people don't ever come back and say, ha ha, I lied. You know, um, uh, you 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 were you were wrong. So I guess with that with that experience, it's um, it was a hey, slow, you know, slow down. That crowdsourcing can happen, can be good, can lead to stories, but you still got to make sure you're, 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 you have your standard journalistic practice that goes on. And, you know, I think, I think you know, how, how many stories have I done? Thousands and thousands. No you do make mistakes. You know, I've had almost 100,000 tweets. How many tweets would I like to take, and take back? 50, you know? 50? I mean, yeah, probably 50. So and, my man, and, and that, I have and, tweeted. And that's not all. That's not all. Like, whoa, that was a horrible tweet. It was, you know, like, did I need to tweet that? No, you know. So, so yeah. that's, you know, that that's that. So that's for me, I've tweeted fifty-five thousand times. Uh-huh. I maybe nine of them were necessary, and right. the rest of them were just. I mean, so. But there's a. That's a surprisingly small number for for me to to hear. I mean, especially given that. The micro, you're kind of under this microscope where right. people are v- gonna be very quick to say you shouldn't have, you didn't need to tweet that. Do you have one in particular that you, that you wish you hadn't sent? Um, well, the Bulls one where I, I tried to make a business thing about you know a guy sitting in two seats in the front row um, of a Bulls game, and you know the guy was you know a, a big guy he didn't deserve to be he didn't deserve to be put on blast and yeah i felt legit within within 8 seconds i said all right that 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 was stupid now here's 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 one of the lessons that i hope to put out there um the story behind that is that i just wasn't 100% concentrating um i have 3 kids there were things going on in the house. I thought of the tweet and I put it out. Um, you know, and and so so now when I put out tweets, I'm I feel like I'm more a hundred percent focused because of that. Again, making that a learning experience. Um, you know, because there are, there are times where you're just not 100% in. But if you know that you're sending it out to a mailing list of 750,000 people, you, you just can't have those times. So I, I, I got that. And I'd, I'd say that, you know, anyone out there um, who's not 100% focused on something, even if you have 10 followers, um, it, it sometimes doesn't work. I know uh, you mentioned the, the awful announcing article. And one of the ones that they pointed out was the Hurricane Sandy one. 
with the man cave. Oh, right. Well, first which, of all, which, man cave. You you should have gotten shit just for using the term man cave. Yeah, I, I got. I, I, term, I, I got. I got that. What 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 people don't what people don't understand is that that tweet was put out a day. Listen, I I I, um, you know, thank God everything was okay with with my house and it's cra- and it's crazy what Hurricane Sandy became. But that tweet was put out what a day before hurricane sandy hit so then people go back and say oh you know what a jerk who would put that out that's tone deaf well that's based on what sandy became that's based on the fact that you know sandy became an event where people died and they're you know and i was in i was i was in that i mean i I, so so that's where people don't say oh let's look at the timestamp of something and 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 see when he said it and mm. and if you if you understand that every day we, we 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 get these weather reports of hey another hurricane hey another hurricane hey another hurricane you don't know if it's ever going to reach land or 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 how bad it's going to be so the fact that, that that was said way before is not insensitive the fact that it became what it was became insensitive but people don't uh, – pe- 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 that, that doesn't factor into how people – But, I mean, you it. still had to consider at the time. Like, I mean, people were saying that this was going to be doom and, and gloom. I remember one of my friends was from New Jersey and uh, had friends living in New York and everything. And there was just like this period of time building up to it where everyone was kind of scared shitless. So, so y- in, in my uh, – so, so let me just tell you. So in, in my area – so it's always a great – yes. So I, I, I got – yeah. Um, and and again, I pro- maybe maybe that's one of them that I would that I would take Definitely. back. Yeah. But but you know one of one of the fear you know what they said in my area it was clear that my area was going to be okay in terms of like my house wasn't going to fall down, but in my area they were talking about flooding. You know, and and so you know valuable memorabilia in your man cave again didn't need didn't yeah, need to say it but it did become more extremely it did become more insensitive after what happened so i got you know that 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 makes sense to me i mean again i i would say before and after for that but uh, so i don't know the analytics of twitter too well but after a tweet like that comes out and after that blows up do you just engagement wise and all that shit like do you get a lot of twitter followers out of that D- does good come from the bad ever I don't. I actually don't. That's one of the things I do not do not look because at. again, I imagine with you um, and a lot of the the flack that you get is definitely unjust. It's just because it's turned into the game of hey, everybody, Darren Oval tweeted something. Let's all tell him to delete his account. But I'd imagine that when something like that comes out and people then can see the game of following Darren Oval, that that they that maybe you get a lot more Twitter followers. No, I, I I I do a lot of analytics when I put something out. It is as scientific as anyone else I would as anyone on Twitter puts something out with um I look at I look at engagement rate I look at all the things that that advertisers look at you know like I I I do look at the board every day to see impressions and mentions and all that type of stuff I feel like I know what works and what doesn't work I do not um I do not look at um how a single tweet led to follows I I just don't have the time to do that 
So you talk about the the impression factor. One of the things I hate to go keep going back to the awful announcing article, but they were talking about uh, how no, I, I actually love to address. I actually love to address yeah, this. You haven't and would the have, chance. and would have addressed it if they ever called me. Yeah. So one of the things that they were talking about was your reluctance to use the retweet button. And that's not of, something that just that talks about. Like, well, that's, yeah, that's one of the one of the right, things but, that but, irks but, but but yeah. here, here's 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 the thing. Here's the thing. And and people say this is egotistical or th- there are there are a lot of pieces of great content that are not pro- Twitter is a game of telephone. And there's a lot of pieces of great content that are not primed to connect to more people on that game of telephone. If I can make that game of telephone better, and if I can get that piece of great content with credit around the world more, why wouldn't I do that? So my, my thing is, so if, if Twitter's a game of telephone there, and I'm a, so that, that kind of hits a nerve with me because as a sports writer, everybody wants credit for what they do, and they don't want other people stealing credit and all that shit, but... Uh, so for you, if, if this is a game of telephone, by hitting retweet, you literally have the ability to pick up the person who said the first thing and bring him all the way over to the last person at the end of the line so that person hears them crystal clearly. But I, here's here, but here, okay, but here's, right, but, but here's the, I get what you're saying. Great analogy, original, Deans, by the way. Ori- orig- original intention by the person who wrote it. Yes. Um, so... But but here's the thing. What happens if I've done retweets and I've done – you could look at both of them. But what happens it, as that writer, would you rather your link or picture get to more people or, or get to people as you intended it, exactly intended it, exactly as you wrote it? This is, it, it if I sent that tweet out, it's my deal. I'm not I'm – not, selling out i'm being macklemore and i'm saying okay we're running a tight shop we're doing this ourselves if we're gonna get big it's by ourselves it's not gonna be okay so it off I, to again, somebody again, that, else that that's an opinion but but the it's that, a it's a very popular i mean you you wouldn't get crap for this if it wasn't if first it, of all i do use the retweet button i do use the retweet button um so that's so 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 that's number one two i everyone decides that that's not the right way to do it. When no one, almost no one, asks the people who who I, if I fashioned a tweet, you know, if I if I if I moved the tweet around and put it in my own words and still credited them, you know, a- ask ask Hal Habib uh, of of um, wherever he works in Miami, uh, a- a- ask him if 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 he was upset with the way. You know, I moved around the words. I was upset, though. Like as the okay. viewer, as the receiver of the tweet, and again. So you know what? Yeah. So that so then go to go to Hal Habib, go to his, and last last night I had someone say so 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 I've I've searched. Uh, you know, I do see myself as uh, not only uh, uh, original content, but also as an aggregator, and I'm a conduit. And if you send me something or I see something, I'll give you credit. You know, the mm. idea that I don't give people credit um, is asinine when if you look at Twitter, I might give more people credit per day than anyone, any person on Twitter. That is such a that, – that, that's a huge – and again, uh, we're, we're buds here, Darren. That is a huge technicality, I think. 
I, I, as a business person, you also have to recognize that Twitter has made it easier to kind of to, to retweet somebody, but also add your own flavor with the quoted tweets. Which which, which I do, which I do. Um, but but I, I don't I actually don't I actually don't see it as as a technicality. Um, the the uh, the idea that anyone could put me in the space of fat Jew or, you know, uh, when when I when I give credit all day long to people, um, you know, is, to, to me just seems strange. Do you ever give them the option? So say someone tweets something that catches your eye. I mean, hit him with a DM and be like, "All right, player, what you want? Do you want me to send this out, put my own no, flavor no. on if, it, or if, do you want to retweet?" No, if, no. If, if I think it's perfectly written and I can't write it better, it gets an RT. Interesting. If it's if it's perfectly written, I again, if if it's written to what I think, every everyone says, "Oh, you do it for your own brand." Uh, actually, if if you if you look at things. Oh, I get a couple retweets. Do I get more follows because of it? Not really. Hmm. Not really. I feel like I get more follows because I'm able to find some of the things that are out there. Do you, you wish- know? And what do you, and what 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 do people think about, you know, no one talks about for the win or bleacher report for the win, okay? So they they take something of mine and and they they make they put it into a template page. And then they say, "Thanks, Darren Ravel, for sharing." I didn't share. They well, ganked put it. it on Twitter, so that's sharing. Well, they, but, but be, they put it on Twitter as their own, right? It's it all, there's no there's no credit to me, right? There's no there's no credit to me on Twitter. Zero. The only credit is in the template. So they'll put the picture that they've taken from me, right? They they put that. That's what you see, and then you see the link. Most people won't click on the link. Most people will retweet. How does that help me in any way? I'm not even. I'm not even mentioned. I'm not even. I'm not even. Ne- I'm not anywhere near unless you click the link. And by the way, half the time it says Darren Ravel without the at 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 Twitter handle. So they're basically doing nothing for me. Well, I would say that you know hat hat tipping somebody on on a tweet. You know, a lot most of the time nobody's going to click the hat tip. Right uh, on a tweet, so it's almost to me it's almost the same thing if they if you include a hat tip at the bottom of of a blog post, nobody's gonna well, click that. Yeah, it's just a, such a little jerk off. Like I just like technically, I some, but people have told points. me all the time that they've gotten twenty to fifty follows because of what I've done. So, Otherwise, I, I, I mean, but I mean, I, you could also get follows from for the win or whatever. Ulti- put, but ultimately, it's about them. People actually do. Cl- People, Twitter will tell you that people actually do click on links on things like hat tips. But most of the time, when they do click on that, people look at your first five or six things in your timeline and determine that you're not follow-worthy. Hmm. Yeah, that's so, so unbeknownst to you, the chance is actually happening. People are actually saying, who is this guy? Does he have a good piece of content? They, m- many people, I'm not saying all, many people are clicking on that, that hat tip. And then, and I'm sure you've done this, look at the first six things up in the timeline and say, oh, this guy's just going back and forth with people. He doesn't provide good content. So let me ask you a question. You, you obviously have all this negative negativity that, that surrounds your feed. Do you think that that makes you more valuable to your employer? Uh, I, 
I actually I mean people think I think about this stuff all the time. I don't have time to think about this. I mean I I, I don't Damn think it. about, you know, like, you know, does negativity all all I know is people follow me and I feel like I'm relevant in the space. Um, and I think people want to hear what I have to say and people want to respond to me. Um, that's all I know. I, I actually don't I, I, I don't I don't think about whether that's more valuable to to my employer. So other other than it's valuable to me in a simple sense that people want to hear what I have to say, whether it's positive or negative. It's value. It's valuable to me. It's it's worth it for me to spend time. I think that your Twitter presence single-handedly makes you employable. Like, if I needed a sports business reporter, and I plead ignorance on a, a lot I, of... I would like to think that my... I would like to think that over time, over the past 15 years, I would like to think that I am the best sports business reporter in the country. I would. Um, I couldn't name another. I, know, I could so, not name yeah. another. So, so that's, that's probably... And that's not to say that there are other ones, but I'm But saying... I do think... I will, I will admit... I do think my Twitter presence is important to to who I am. I do think it is very important. I do think it is a it has become a big part and it's why I probably spend by the way people always overestimate this. I probably spend 20 20 to 25% of my day on Twitter. Hmm. People always say, "What do you do Join the club. I'll, I'll say there, man. Yeah. I'm Netflix and Chill City plus Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, no. people always say, "What do you do besides Twitter?" And and I say, uh, "Well, today I did two stories, as was on TV once, and did two radio." You know, but people people just think people also think I I don't have a family life because on Saturday and Sunday I'm on Twitter. A lot of those tweets are pre-planned, and I could be playing with my kids, and a tweet could go out. So, would you rather have like say sixty-five thousand Twitter followers? All of whom like you, or seven hundred twenty thousand, as you have when it's uh, kind of. I don't. A, a, I don't. I don't have that choice. I don't like. I don't. I. I am who I am. It. It has become what it has become, and I accept it. Um, you know, are are there are there times where it's it's difficult and it's tough? Yeah, I am. I am a person. I am not a, a robot. You know, um, I think I've also gotten a harder shell because I think it's necessary. Yeah, one of the things you mentioned about being on Twitter is it's important to have uh, a thick skin. Mm -hmm. um, and it's funny, by the way, how we've talked this far without getting into like the people themselves and the people that go after you and 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 what they say. Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're all they're, they're scholars, so we don't need to get into. <laughs> we don't. Well, what's the mean, what's the meanest thing anybody's ever said to you that was like kind of stuck with you? I don't think anything stuck with me. I, 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 I think that, you know, how, how would you feel if, you know, people told you in varying ways that th th they, they'd like you to die or perish 20 times a day? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I got a tweet this week saying... Ellie uh, Golding told him oh, that, yeah, yeah. that too. But Recording artist Ellie Golding told him to die. So. Somebody told me this week that they hope I get AIDS and shrivel to death. And okay, I've, I only well, have, see, I've, I've, I've had that over... Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I only have... That's, that's old hat to me. Yeah, I have but, a fraction of the followers you have, so right. I can only imagine... Do you uh are you aware? But of... I but I wonder but I wonder you know I wonder you know I wonder kind of what what is wrong with this world 
You know, if a if a bad joke inspires someone to write such crazy things, I you know normally it's about that person and that person's problems. But 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 I I I actually you know people always talk about Twitter and that it's about that that, that it's about advertising and they're not doing well in that sense. And I I think one of Twitter's biggest threats is 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 the trolling. That's why athletes love you know instagram they can avoid it more on facebook um and twitter has not done enough for that um it 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 is not enough what what they do and it and it is it's not just for me i think it's a toxic environment for almost anyone in the public eye um and 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 i don't know why they haven't gotten that message maybe the people who are in the public eye just go to another part of social media and they go and they go on their way and they forget about it but i actually do think that is a that's a threat to twitter but i but i also i also have a new take given the last 3 or 4 years on on society and how how troubled people are so are you, I assume that you're aware of the account Ravel Replies, correct? Yes. Uh huh. What are your thoughts on it? Because um, it seems to give like fun, it seems to fun, give a megaphone it's, to it's those fine. people. It's it. Well, listen, it's 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 fine that it exists. I you know I mean I could block the guy or try to. I think it's fine that it exists. By the way, not not Darren Ravel is is a, a, I, I like because he actually says funny things that are like jabbing at me, but in a smart way, if I could pick a guy who's going to be a parody of me and that person's going to do something in a smart and respectful way, I think that's great to me. I think at Ravel replies, I mean, if people, if people love that, if, if that's funny and, and I do believe that people often add to comments and try to one up each other. That's, uh, that, that's fine. Again, I don't, I don't really have time to look at it. I don't. It's not like the guy who says, I, "I I see things," and then I know that that's perfect for Ravel replies, and you know that's going to be retweeted. And I do think people aim to get into that account now that it's what you know more than five thousand followers. So, if people enjoy hate, then I can't stop them. So I guess in some kind of sad, but yeah. that's okay. So so in in summary. I mean, it's it's clear you're not on Twitter to to make friends. Uh, so, in, in your own words, what makes Darren Rovell a good follow? I would like to think the content. I would like to think that I'm a necessary follow. Um, you know, I would I would like to think that again, people want to know about the business of sport. I mean, still, if you think about it, probably about sixty five percent of my stuff is on the business of sports and. There's going to be beer and food and because, again, that's me. If you're asking for authenticity, I love beer and I love food. And it's not that no, far you, you, said, you said Frank Pepe's is overrated, though. I do think Frank Pepe's is overrated. Leash. That's so that should get you shit on Twitter. Well, I guess, I've given you, know, you shit you know on what? Twitter I'm for will, that, actually. I'm will, but I'm willing to take that because I think it's overrated. I mean, I, I, there was a Sunday night football game, I think, where I talked about Kansas City barbecue, and it was it, it almost, the game was boring, and I, I, it almost like took over my feed, and, and that's, that's fine to me. I, like, if, if I paid attention to every time what people were going to say about what I say, I just don't think I could live like that. 
You have to, though. I mean, again, though, I, I think, though, that that part of it with the, the phrasing of your tweets and everything is it's it's good for you and your... I hate to use the word brand because people always throw that <laughs> word at you. Because you know I love the word brand. Well, so did, did you start that or did, did no, the, the haters, quote-unquote, start it? I think it's just over the course of time I said the word brand hmm. and then, you know, everyone's kind of said the word brand and, like, that now has become, like, anytime you want to say something... Listen, I do think it's good that anytime something – I feel like I've trained people or it's in their head when someone says brand That's, or – Yes, it's you. That it's me. I expect okay. you to be like and driving around think, the car with think, a brand license plate. <laughs> <laughs> and I do think that – that by the way, that would be crazy if I did have that. That and should someone, be – And someone discovered it. That would like that would blow up Twitter. That would be yeah, like absolutely. Darren Ravel really has a brand so, license. If plate. you want to get over seven twenty, then I'm saying <laughs> get that brand license plate. Yeah. So so um, I think people follow, going back to it. I think people follow me. I I think most people don't hate me. I actually do think that. Um, I I think most people follow me because they think I'm a good follow. Um, and I think that you know uh, sports business. I think they might maybe like the beer, maybe like the food. I think that's why people follow me. I do think that um, I'm a good aggregator of things that are go pictures, good things, um, which I don't think should be attributed to negativity. Um, what's interesting is that um, you know aggregation is has proven in the last couple years to be just as valuable if not more valuable than original content and it's i think it's been a challenge for for journalism and um but but people i i like the fact that people have turned themselves into like mini sports business reporters i like the fact that when someone's at a game if they see something that they know is kind of businessy that they'll think to send it to me you know um so so i think that's why you know, people should follow me. And, um, again, I'm, I'm totally fine with, with, um, how people want to perceive me, whatever they want. I, I'm going to continue to do what I do, which is to be authentic to me. And I'm sorry for the people who don't like my bad jokes. I work with a few, a uh, few people who used to work at Sports Illustrated. So um, before we let you go, wait, I didn't work at Sports Illustrated. No, I know, I know, Fox. I, no, I know. Uh, oh. I, before I let you go, I was told that I need to ask you about your, uh, your beef with Richard Deesh. Deitch, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I Deitch. I I actually I don't um I actually don't understand it, um to be honest with you um. You know, he, he's a media reporter and has disdain for me. I, I, and I don't know, I don't know what, what the background is. I don't know why, you know, I, all I know is that, you know, he, he, he's, he's good at, he had been good at, um, kind of getting me to respond. And at one point we just had to block each other. Um, but I, I can't, I can't tell you, I don't have a beef with him, uh, in terms of like, there, there's there's nothing specific that bothers me about him. I don't know what particularly bothers him about me. Um, but is there anybody he, in the sports? But he, but even but 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 he is one of those few people who you block and continually subtweets you. Um, and you know that's just that's 
that's what it is. Outside of him, is there anybody who in the sports world or the sports media world that you particularly don't care for? No, and I don't I, like. It's not that I don't care for him. I, I, I can just tell you that I just, I don't, I, I don't understand his relationship with me. Um, it's not that I don't care for him. I actually will read his stuff um, and think he does a relatively good job in the sports media reporting space. Um, so, so it's not that I have a lack of respect for Richard. I just, I, I just don't under, I don't understand um, what the what the negativity is. Um, no, I mean, there's not, there's, there's, I can't think of people again. I don't, my, my day is so busy. People think that you, you know, spend time, you know, thinking about other people or people that hate you and people there's, there's enough going on that, that I don't, I don't really seek out more negativity every day. I'm actually a pretty happy person. Darren, this has been fun. Have we given you, you feel the opportunity to kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, in closing, to explain yourself, I, just, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in closing, I would just say, you know, I, I I continually have a lot of fun reporting the business of sports, being on Twitter. Um, you know, I'm I'm not asking anyone who's been negative towards me not to be negative. You know, do what you want. Um, I'm going to continue to be who I am. Okay, well, this has been great, and I'm glad that it's that we've been able to get along here because I was telling Pete before, I've always kind of wanted to be in Bieber's entourage, and I feel that by being pals with you now, which we definitely are, that I, I'm going to have some sort of detestable street cred. So, Well, I, 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 I appreciate you guys. I'm always willing to talk with people as long as it's going to be above board and respectful, and I appreciate you know that, that we've done it this way. I think that you know, I wish that more people would reach out to me. Um, but, That's but, not the problem. A lot of people do reach out to you <laughs> in the wrong manner. It's always yeah in the in the wrong in the wrong way. But 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 that I I, I wish that this is ta- would be talked about more. I think it would be better for Twitter. I think it would be better kind of for everyone. Um, and I just hope that uh, everyone could just sports is supposed to be happy. <laughs> everyone should be, everyone should be happy. But, um, but I appreciate this opportunity. Well, I hope coming on our shitty podcast doesn't hurt your hashtag brand. It's going to no. help our brand. It's no, going I think it's going to help everyone's brand again. We're, we're, we're cool guys. We're going to give Rovell some street cred now. There you go. All right. Thanks guys. Thank you, sir. Brunch. Brunch.